Today's date is August 11th, 2023, and this is episode 34. Hi, punks. Going to school, huh? Yeah. Why don't you play fish hooky and come fishing with us? Yeah, boy. There's your... Get thee behind me, Satan, and don't push. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Now Jesus went to the desert for 40 nights and 40 days. When he got tired and hungry, to his father he would pray. But the devil came to Jesus, said, if you want to be fed, why don't you turn these big old worthless stones to bread? Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil, he took Jesus to the temple of Pontop. And he said, if you are the son of God, to fall for this illusion drop. A lot of scripture says that angels will slow you falling down. And they'll gently put your feet back on the ground. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil gave to Jesus to a mountaintop to shove all the cities and the nations and the kingdoms here below and the devil gave told jesus you can't have all that you see if you will just bow down and worship me get behind me satan jesus said get behind me satan jesus said get away from me satan jesus said you don't tempt the lord thy god get behind me satan jesus said get behind me satan Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, he said, don't tempt the Lord thy God. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is an official godcast thank god it is friday and we are bringing the good news of course i am here with flightworks mary my name is ron johnston and tonight giving her testimony our special guest kit kat mary how are you doing i'm doing good how are you doing i'm doing good did you get those bees i sent you you sent me some bees. You don't want to open those in the apartment. Wait till you get outside for those. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm sure there's something in my lease about that. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's not. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't thought of it yet. No, I'm, I'm trying to figure will. out how I can keep the chickens, though. Wait, you can keep chickens? Well, apparently you can somewhere in the city because at my garden, at the community garden, I hear a rooster <laughs> all the time down the street. So somebody's got a chicken uh, in the city limits. Good times. Good times. Yeah. What's the city without a chicken? I know, right? A chickenless city. True. A vegetarian city. <laughs> but that's no fun. Yeah. My, well, my friend Becky would like that. Becky's here. What's going on, Becky? She has a duck. Hey, hello to everyone that is joining us. Livin, Chris, Two Sprinkler, CL Klein, Truth Patriot, uh, Mary All In, JW47 Odie, where you been? Hope, Lipton, OneNote, DJ Shaw, Tammy, and our guest, Kit Kat. Kit Kat's here. Kit Kat, are you here? Am I on? <laughs> oh, great. Hi. How's everybody? Doing great. Oh, that's so wonderful. Um, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Wouldn't be a show without you tonight. Well, God works in mysterious ways. You know, I kept thinking, oh, I keep putting it off. Maybe I'll get my life together, but it's it's not. It just gets more a little crazy. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going as is. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I try so hard to have a perfect life, like get everything in order. Everything's got to be right. And, you know, there's always something throwing a monkey wrench right in my plan every time, I'll tell you. Absolutely. I think that's what life is about. It's about, you know, ducking, shuffling, you know, and then figuring it out. And then finally going, oh, what do you want me to do, Lord? <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay, I get it. Okay, I'm trying. It's, I really like the last couple of things that Scott's been doing about strategies, about self-defense. I can really relate to to that aspect, you know, of our faith, you know, it's like, okay, get behind these things, which is your theme song, which I love. And it's like throwing up a block and then, you know, so it's kind of, I don't know, made sense to me. I'm like, oh, okay, this theme song works for me. Well, you got plenty of time before we get started. So, Perfect. so don't get nervous, kick your feet up, relax. Yep, I I, I'm ice in one of them, that's good. <laughs> I'm going to say a prayer before we get started, but I got to ask Mary about one thing. Uh, Mary, we've got Kit Kat. Who's who's next week? It's your your friend, correct? Yes, from it's my ranch. friend. In, yep, my friend from the ranch out here in Minnesota. Mary's had three previous from the ranch, um, Nate, Paulette, and Gwen, and all three of them were absolute stellar testimony. So please, please come next week. If, if they're anything yeah. like the other three from the ranch, it's going to be incredible. Yep. Janine is, um, she's got a pretty incredible story of how she came to salvation. So, um, and I don't want to give away anything before she speaks, but um, it's pretty dramatic for her in uh, realizing that she needed God in a situation. So, um, but her name is Janine Perolini, and you can also find her on uh, Prof in a Box on YouTube. 
She's a professor out at Bethel University, and she also uh, runs a YouTube uh, channel that documents her life as she is living out of a uh, van that has been turned into like a tiny home. So she's called Prof in a Box. And that's going to be awesome. Sounds incredible. Yeah, I can't wait on the 18th, so next week. Wow. Awesome. And after that, we've got critical race theory. Critical race theory. Yeah. That's Eric Rice. And uh, he's got that Telegram page, critical race theory. For those of you on Telegram, uh, check it out. It's another news channel, God-based news channel. It's awesome. And he does a, he does a midday prayer every day. It's similar to a bended knee. So if you want to get another prayer under your belt every day, it's a good place. Uh, Go ahead and, and join in there with Eric Rice on Critical Rice Theory. Fun times. Oh, we have so many coming up. We've had so many great ones in the past. Can you believe who we've had in the seat already? The <laughs> Con Lee. We've had Duncan. Shemaine. Mm -hmm. Shemaine. Um, John MSM Liars was one of our first. Nick Knack. Nick Knack. Punky. Yeah, Nicky. Um, and the list goes on and on. Yeah. Boiler man. Oh, just a ton. God, so what are Jason we on? What is Stillman. our episode we're on right now? 35 or something? 34. 34. Okay. 34. Yeah. 34 since December of 2022. Crazy God story guy. <laughs> oh, Dustin Nemos. Do you remember Jack Tard? Yeah. We had Moonwolf. We had Ezra Snow, Jenny Lynn Downs, Wade Remington. Sovereign tea. <laughs> I know. We're working on living. Hopefully that will be coming soon. Maybe after Did she gets all that, moved Livin? in and living, we're talking about yeah, you. We got we got I your we are, got our sights on you, girl. <laughs> Mary's gonna pray it right into fruition, so you better watch out. Well, I've been praying. <laughs> you know the power of Mary's prayers. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but so Mary, what do you know about this Kit Kat? Should we let her do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, I'm this is going to be it. awesome. I heard yeah, her for... on uh, the Conley, which, you know, for, for those of you guys that love Conley, you're not going to break my heart if you leave here at eight to go listen to him. I, I don't blame you. If I wasn't doing this, I'd be listening to him too. Right. But there's going to be a big announcement at nine o'clock on Bards. Eight. Yeah. Eight Central. Eight Central, nine Eastern. Yeah. I think he's going to announce his run for the presidency. <laughs> it's going to be a big announcement. It's going to be something epic. Right. So right after Con Lee, you guys have to get onto Bards. Got to get onto Fishers at at nine east, nine nine Eastern, eight Central. Right. Yeah. Well, no, Fishers is at late. That's a late late show. Bards That's, FM is the one. At. Bards FM. Okay. And there's no kilted tonight. Am I understanding that right? I believe you're right. Duncan is moving in his stuff. Duncan's working. He got that floor in. The movers are coming. Life I is know, good. Right? Yeah. Got to get that nest all ready for living. For those of you that don't know, Duncan is a Kilted Christian, another epic podcast that we all love. So you can catch him every single day, except for this weekend. <laughs> oh, man, I miss brothers in a Bible. Please come back. I do too. Yeah, we got to pray for Jeff tonight. I'm going to write that down right now. Two weeks, huh, Levin? We're going to be praying for you. 
Oh, yeah. All right. Should we get into a prayer here before we get started? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's pray now. Everyone who's here, bow your heads. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us all here tonight to worship, to praise you, to glorify you, Father. We thank you for that. So many people here listening. There's just so many people in the world there to just they're alone they're lonely but not us lord because we have you and and we we thank you for that lord we ask for you to guide us tonight give us wisdom give us direction tonight lord allow us to have a great message for those who need to hear it the most and dear father we thank you for kit kat tonight we ask that you Fill her with your love tonight so she may show others just how awesome that you are, Father. We pray for encouragement and we pray for salvation. And we do this in your Son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ron. Oh. Hello there. Do you have your motorcycle helmet on right now? Just... <laughs> it seems like it's 30. It seems like it's 24 seven, right? Actually, I just got my motorcycle back today from the shop after like, what was it? June 4th when I went down. So yeah, so finally, yay. But um, I didn't have as much insurance as I thought. So um, I just got it running great but it has a little bumps and scratches kind of like its owner so you know it may not be pretty but it's like running really good right now so <laughs> well i don't know if i'm running really good right now but i'm i'm you know i'm trying i'm a little limp here and there but yeah so oh, got character. <laughs> just like you and me got there you go head. absolutely I gotta not step on you. I'm learning about this phone live thing, so it's all good. Yeah. So how are you feeling? Think you're ready? Yeah, I've been oh my goodness, I've been talking to the Lord about this. Whew, there's been some stuff. It's been really good. And um so I've I mean I'm used to speaking to children uh, a lot. I do that during the school year, go to LA Unified and um um, and I give little motivational speeches. They found that high school kids weren't graduating in the in the inner city in the lower economic um, neighborhoods. So they have Olympians go in five times a year and adopt the school. And then what they've shown is that by the presence of someone coming in and believing them in them, they gave it the good old try and now they're graduating. And so I think it was up the first year about 21% and then the next year it just keeps elevating. So it's a positive thing. And um, usually we just do one shot speakings and stuff, but this has been such a, a blessing and it's been such a God thing. So I, that's probably later in my testimony when I talk about that, but I just, um, I don't know why we're talking about that now, but anyway, yeah, come join the ride. I'll take you on a lot of twists and turns. <laughs> so you were speaking about that you speak to children, and that's perfect because I'm just a really yes. old child. <laughs> that's good. Keep that childhood alive. <laughs> Imagine yourself teaching. Oh, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. I just know it. Amen. He's so good. He's such a good, good father. 
Okay. All right, Kit Kat. We're handing it over to you, my dear. Okay. So, in your life. as Steve Martin would say, I was born a poor black child. No, that's really inappropriate. Um, no, we're not going to go down that road. But anyway, um, I, I was born in the late 50s, and I was born in Texas, and... Um, my brother was born in Texas. My mom was born in Texas. My dad was 100% Italian from Boston, and he was stationed in Fort Hood, met my mom. They knew each other for two months, eloped, and they stayed married until they passed, um, you know, 70 years. So they said it wouldn't last, right? But And then my dad, interesting enough, um, took us to California for job opportunities. And so... We moved, my brother, myself, my mom and dad, and that was our immediate family, basically, just taken up and going to California, like the Beverly Hillbillies, but, you know, it was it was interesting. We stayed in Long Beach first, and then we settled in Surf City, and that is um, in Orange County, and yeah, so those, those are my roots. Um, I'm not a California person, you know, from birth, but, you know, I've been raised in a very... Um, mostly conservative um, county and as other people that do sprinklers and other people are um, on from, you know, the area. Um, it's it's nice to have a, a group of people where you have a safe harbor, you know, where even during COVID and all that mad madness, you know, you felt like you weren't alone. So it's a beautiful city. Um, I appreciate it. But unfortunately, <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I go back and forth between Washington because my children and grandchildren are up there. So, yeah. So it's like, you know, your heart is, you know, your your treasures where your heart is and my treasures up in Washington because I love my my family but right currently right now I have my eight-year-old grandson with me so that's also um a great distraction um, um I better keep on ta track before I knew the Lord um see I knew Mary was coming in I could sense her she's like okay get on track before <laughs> No, we are not on Zoom, so I cannot see her or anything. She's laughing. So this is kind of like a cool. We haven't had one of these in a while, so it's gonna. There be you awesome. go, breaking the mold. <laughs> so before I knew the Lord, this is I'm kind of going in, and you know, because I was grew up in Huntington Beach, so I'm kind of doing that. My dad was um, Catholic, um, and so he took my brother and I to the whole thing, the mass, the catechism, everything, the whole nine yards. And um, so I love the fairs that would come around and all of that, the rides and the food that the Catholic Church would put on. It was That was really a good community builder. And um, all I can remember from that time before the Lord, when I was a child, was really watching, like, you know, Charlton Heston and, you know, and the Ten Commandments and, and right around um, Easter would be all the movies about Jesus. And I was like crying and I was a little kid and I go, oh, Jesus, oh, I'm so sorry they did this to you. You know, and I just really took it, took it personally. And, and it was so interesting that a movie could affect me. And it's kind of a theme in my life how, how movies portray life and then life has a funny way of following suit so anyway I grew up you know knowing about God and I even remember going to Texas to visit when my grandmother my my grandmother's my grandfather passed away um when I was well 
I don't think I was even a gleam in her eye, my grandfather's eye. But um, anyway, um, she was getting married. And so we all went to Texas and I was bored. So I went in the backyard and I'm sitting down there and I'm looking up and I'm singing Elton's John's, you know, um, your friend, you know, and I remember singing that to Jesus and I was probably about 13 and it was just amazing that I was just feeling like this love of Jesus, but didn't really know much because, you know, and, and when I grew up, we didn't really read the Bible. We, we just said the liturgy and Eucharist, which was great, but always growing up, I wished there would be more of the, when the priest would talk. I'm like, I wish there was longer of that and less of that, you know, because I want to hear what you have to say kind of thing. And I remember a traveling priest came around and he said, you know, you're not mice in a maze. You have a God who loves you and that he cares for you and that he has a plan for you. And I'm like, right on, right on. This guy's great. But then, you know, he was a traveling priest, so he left. And so I always had this hunger, even though I was loving going to church, I always had a hunger for, for more. And, um, so fast forward um, into high school, and I had a friend, Shelly Seymour, who um, had a bad shoulder. She was going to have an operation because of the multiple dislocations um, chronic that she had. And so she comes into class, and she's she had a, a, a shoulder brace on the day before, and she comes in back the next day, and she's swinging in her arm around. There's no brace. I'm like, Shelly, what's going on? What's happening? She goes, you've got to come to where I'm at. Um, Chuck Smith over at Big Calvary, he healed me. He healed me. I can't believe it, Kathy. You've got to come. You've got to come. And I go, okay, I'll, I'll come. You know. So I ended up going over to Big Calvary of Costa Mesa, and Chuck Smith and um, the crew. Um, this was later. It wasn't in the beginning so much. They had a building at this time, and so um, I I, re I remember like going, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I was wanting that traveling priest to do. So. At any rate, you know, the altar call came and I, you know, jettisoned up and, you know, went forward and, you know, that's, and I did it, I think, a couple times because I wanted it to stick. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so um, you know, I don't know the rules, right? And I don't know, you know, because they have a thing, once saved, always saved. I, I think it's a continual, you know, like the Bible says, you know, um, repent daily and, and keep you know, that relationship close and, and keep working on that because it's, and it's like marriage too, right? If you just go, Oh, I told you I'm, I married you. I said, I loved you once and that should do, but no, it's, it's about a continual progression of more intimacy if it's, if it's right. So anyway, um, I accepted the Lord. Kit Kat. So, um, you can call me Kathy. Chatty Kathy. <laughs> I thought I slipped up. No. Hey, um, so uh, you mentioned Chuck Smith. That's uh, the Chuck Smith from the movie Jesus Revolution, right? Absolutely. I I was that person in the in the pew. I was a person at Pirates Cove that got baptized by him. You know, I was awesome. one of those long haired. I wasn't a hippie. I was just had long hair and went to school. But you know. <laughs> I was young. <laughs> so, yeah, it was so amazing to be a part of that generation because I think I got saved in 73. Um, was I a sophomore? I think I was junior. I well, I graduated in 75. So, yeah, I think I was a sophomore, something like that. But anyway, um, I, I didn't know really what I was doing, but I was just drinking it in, you know. And that Jesus revolution, it was pretty – I didn't know the beginnings so much, Um 
I mean, I, I go and I listen to Pastor Greg and I have a lot of different, it's kind of weird. I, I was in that church for the longest time. And then when COVID hit, I really didn't, um, I, I was looking at pastors differently and about their messages. Their messages are right on, but at the same time, if when people really need you most and you close your door because of what the government says, then I have a problem with that. So I, I love the, the fellowship there. I love the group there. I don't have anything bad to say about that. They're, you know, I mean, I feel like that's been a lot of who I am, but at the same time, when it comes to this point, when are you really going to follow Jesus, even if it means losing your 501c3 or if it means, you know, having, because there's pastors like Rob McCoy at Godspeak, you know, Calvary Thousand Oaks that said, bring it on, keep finding me, we'll make it happen, you know, and he kept the doors open and, you know, and, and so, I don't know, I was just looking at the juxtaposition between the two and, and, and they're both godly men and I've benefited from them greatly, but at the end of the day, I need to have the one that has the critical eyes to see and the one that's going to be able to um, meet the needs of that's because that's what I'm called to do. Right. You know, be the hands and feet of Jesus, meet needs. Well, it's kind of hard if, you know, the doors are shut, you know, now. And I mean, they opened them up after a while and they had people in the parking garage and everything. But, you know, it was it was just there was just a lot of difference between the two and. And um, anyway, so I'm getting a little bit off topic. So I met the Lord. I grew in that. I'm sorry. You're doing good. Okay. Is my timing good? I hope. Yes. Yes. Absolutely great. Okay. Um, I don't know why I'm so nervous. I I don't know. You know what? Because it's a big responsibility. I told the Lord, and I think I've texted you a bunch of times. I just really want him to take over. I want his spirit to flow through me because... He loves so passionately and so deeply. And he cares about you no matter where you are in this journey, you know. Like I said, I don't I don't have all my ducks in a row and everything, and you'd like to portray that image, but that's not life, you know, that's not reality. It's like grief, you know. Um you take one step forward and two steps back and you just keep taking more steps forward and anything in life. You just have to keep moving forward, right? And um I'm just, I, I've just, this has been something that I'm just praying over and I'm, and I don't know what he's going to do with this because I have the, the pie, they give you a little pie chart if you guys come and speak, it's really great. You like, tell them what your life was like before, tell them when you got conversion or when you accepted the Lord and then tell them now, you know, um, but there's a lot of life in there between now. It's a big pie. It's a big pie. It's like the way I like to eat pie, I eat the three quarters of the pie. But anyway, um, yeah, so... <laughs> So my pie, my last piece of pie. So um, the, the last supper, the last pie. But actually, it's been kind of cool because I remember, you know, getting out of high school and then, you know, going 
you know, to college. And, you know, when I was in college, I saw this movie, The Other Side of the Mountain, with um, one of the bridges, Bow Bridges, or I don't remember which bridges. And, and it was about Jill Kinmont, and she was a skier in the 50s, and she blew out of some gates when she was racing. Um, she was a downhill skier, and she blew out of some gates and fell off a cliff and became a quadriplegic. And her, her, her hope for the Olympic Games was just shattered. And I was like 18, and I was just, there goes the movie again. God speaking through me to the mo- through the movies. I'm like crying, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this poor, and, and then the college that I was going to, she, they had a ski team, and I didn't know how to ski, but because of this movie, I said, I'm going to ski for Jill, you know? I was just, uh, you know, soldiering for Jill Kinmont, who doesn't even know me, and is, you know, is doing great in her own life now, but, um, but that was part two, and I hadn't seen that yet, but um, anyway... <laughs> So I decided to join the ski team, didn't know how to ski. And I figured, well, I I have, I did try it once, but so I just follow the guys and that's just kind of my story. I've been following the guy. Now that sounds weird following the guys, but athletically, <laughs> athletically following the guys just into sports, into different aspects of competition, you know, so I was a downhill skier, a giant slalom and slalom. And I did pretty darn well because our little school competed against USC, UCLA, um, because there wasn't that many, you know, back there in the late 70s, early 80s. And so, and then I realized, you know, man, it'd be really great to make the Olympic team. And I'm like, well, gosh, I'd have to move up to Bishop and I can't do that because I'm still going to school here. So that's never going to happen. And then someone came along and um, I was, you know, did the skiing and I did track and field and all that. And then someone came along and, you know, I was doing outrigger canoeing because someone at school was from Hawaii and then I visited Hawaii and then I jumped into outrigger canoeing and I'm like, what? Oh, this is great, man. This is fun. You know, six people in a boat and then you get to race every year in Hawaii and my parents didn't have a lot of money. So that was a way to travel. So, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And then that led to kayaking, flat water sprint, Olympic kayaking. And the coach said, Hey, I want to take you to national championships because you did really good in the outrigger. And I go, okay. So went up to Tahoe and competed up there, did really well. And then I just kept paddling. And then um, in 80, the boycott happened. So that kind of put the brakes on it. Um, But I remember one of the gals that was really good wanted to paddle with me because they knew how strong I was. And so we paddled and we didn't get to race in in that experience in 1980. Or, Or was it? Or did we... Um, oh boy, here goes the memory now. Um, anyway, we, we didn't get to race. So in 81, I started racing, um, like nationals and going to national championships and like that. And then that led to world championships. And then I'm like, wow, three years after starting to paddle, I was like, I got six in the world at the national, at the world championships. And I'm like, okay, this is something, you know, and I was keeping God in it because I was like, okay, this isn't necessarily for Jill, but it is kind of for Jill because you know what? I'm, I'm keep continuing on with her dream to become Olympian and she motivated me. And, and, you know, I don't know if anybody knows if you ever Googled Jill Kenmont in Bishop, California, she painted beautiful pictures with her mouth 
because she was a quadriplegic. She taught the Indian children in the in the base of the mountain, and she is an amazing individual. And those old movies were just like there again, movies promoting. Like I don't know if God was speaking through movies or something in my life because honestly, um, there was a lot of impetus from that. So, at any rate, um, I tried out for my first Olympic games. Um, in 1984 but what happened was i was helping someone move and i tripped and fell and hurt my shoulder so i was sixth in the world in 83 and then i tried out for the olympic team in 84 and i didn't make it you know i was sixth in the world and i didn't even make it and we weren't even getting into the finals as a women's team um even hardly better than men either so it was a great disappointment to be here and, and um oh i forgot to say in 1981, also, when I got into kayaking, I decided to become, well, I didn't just decide to become, but I heard that they would allow females to try out for firefighting, but you have to pass this physical agility, and it was in Palm Springs, and it was 113 degrees. So I went, okay, Lord, if you want me to go in this career path, I'm going to be an educator. I'm going to Cal State Long Beach, and I'm going to do, like, become a PE teacher, but if you want me to you know, do a left change here. Just show me, show me that I can do it before I invest this time and effort. I went out there at 113 degrees and no coaching and I passed it. And that was the first female that ever did that at that time. So, um, it, it was like, okay, I guess that's a sign. <laughs> so giddy up, here we go. So yeah. I was just, you know, I was just, I, I just, I don't know what possessed me to think that I could do these things um, because it's it's not normal, I don't think. I remember my mom giving an interview. She always does these things. And I think, how could anybody do this? But then she does it. So I wasn't, I was like the bumbling athlete. I bumbled into it or something like that. I don't know. So anyway, so um, where am I now? How's my time? You're good. Just keep going, girl. Okay, keep going. All right. I'm sorry I couldn't find the big clock. And um, so uh, you guys wanted me to find the other one's broken. So I'm like, okay, I don't want to keep looking at my phone. Oh, 4.33. Okay. All right. All right. I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm not like, is it, everybody bored now? Are they snoring over there or drooling on their pillow or <laughs> out in Bard's land? Um, okay. Um, so anyway, um, Man, I wasn't thinking I was going to talk about this, but then, okay, Lord, you were going. So anyway, I made um, the 84 happened, and um, I didn't get to go. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that was the, the marriage that probably shouldn't have ever, ever happened. But anyway, I got married um, to a firefighter, and that... <sighs> wasn't probably a good idea, but at any rate, you know, he was very supportive, kind of like my coach when I was training and all this. And um, so he was helping me when I was training off away from the team, exactly, and et cetera. And, but he was very, um, I don't know if any of you women have had someone that was very, very strong, but very, very, um, not a Svengali type, but kind of, kind of like a, somewhat Svengali type, very controlling. And I think because of everything that I've been doing, I'm kind of a, a hot potato to handle, I guess. And so, you know, I, I need a strong individual, um, or I don't know if I need a strong individual, but 
um, I chose that. So at that time of development. So at any rate, um, that happened and um, he didn't want me to paddle anymore. And so I quit. I quit paddling and I focused on um, helping my nieces do cheerleading because I was a cheerleader in high school. And so I was coaching them and I was just doing other things and I was becoming a firefighter, right? I, I kind of, it was kind of a good timing because I really wanted to focus on getting on and I, I did May 6th of 1981. So, and so I got on there in orange and so uh, that was pretty cool. And then the bugs started hitting right before 88. And I thought, I'm going to go see Dr. Frank Job. He's at Curlin Job Orthopedic Clinic, which is where all the Dodgers and all the professional athletes and Olympic athletes go to get really good orthopedic care. One guy, one doctor will do a knee, one doctor will do a shoulder, one doctor. So they specialize and they get really good at what they do. And I joke that, oh man, I have so many different parts that they, they own me, man. They own my body. The whole clinic owns different parts of my body, but I'm still hanging out, you know, so I'm still like kicking. So that's pretty good. But um, yeah, so um, I thought, well, I'll go see him because I, when I tripped and fell and hurt my shoulder helping someone move, it was still nagging. He went in and did an arthroscopy. Um, and then, okay, that was actually in, that was actually in 84. Four or five. So anyway, anyway. So then I started paddling slowly, and, and the marriage was going south. And I'm like, well, whether I paddle or whether I don't paddle, it's going south. So I'm going to paddle. So that's how I thought about it, you know. And um, so, and my girlfriend came out, and we trained K2, uh, which is kayak speak for two people in a kayak. And K1 is one person a solo, and then K4 is four uh, people in a kayak. They can actually pull a water skeeter. Uh, water skier, a water skier fyi we can actually get if you we can pull them up and out of the water that's the the velocity of a k4 taking off at the start i thought, I thought maybe you were talking about the mountain k2 i was like wow she's climbing a mountain too <laughs> yeah no no mountain no snow skis i used to have k2s but when i used to ski but anyway that's another story or i already kind of touched on it so anyway i um I went to the trials in 88 because I was, I failed miserably in 84. But here's the thing about 84. I want to tell everybody this. You can have a goal and then you don't reach your goal. Um, you can, you, I had people going, oh, I don't know what I would do if I didn't get on the team. This, I would be completely devastated. I would just lose everything. And I'm like, hmm. And I'm like, well, I know my, my identity is in the Lord. So it would be great if I can make the team, but if I don't, you know, he has something better for me. I don't know where that faith came from, but I just kind of had this inkling that he wasn't done with me yet in terms of what he wanted to do. And I don't know why he wanted me to do this, this stuff. I should have just been, you know, working at the fire department and that's it. But there was something in me and planted in me when I saw that movie with Jill Kinmont about this. And it wasn't so much, I mean, when I was young, I think it was about, oh, wouldn't that be cool if you did this, you know? But later it grew into a, um, I don't know, a vehicle 
like not just a vehicle to see the world, but a vehicle of, of a testimony. I didn't realize the testimony was building about back then. And I didn't know the effects of having that experience would touch different lives. I mean, it, it's crazy how you go and speak to uh, corporations or a Kiwanis or LA Unified School District, or, you know, they want to hear what it took to get to this level. And then mine turns into a testimony because it was all the Lord. Because when I tell you that I had the operation and I came back, you know, I won K1 and I won uh, with my partner K2. And that was like crazy. I remember racing in K1 and I'm thinking, I think this is going to happen. And I'm like, okay, Lord, you were in the Garden of Gethsemane. You didn't you didn't, you suffered so much that you, you, you perspired droplets of blood. I know I can push through this. I know I can push harder. I know I will get to the end and I will breathe Lord willing, (laughs) you know, so you can, I, so I just visualized him sweating droplets of blood so I could push myself beyond what it was even I thought was possible. And then I did it again with our girlfriend. And it was so funny because we were staying, there was a, there was, and for my church was Mark Boyer was a, Indianapolis Colts, you indie people should know this. He was a wide receiver. I don't know. He was one of those guys on the field in tight pants. That's all I know. Anyway, his wife, his wife, Jenna, and their kids, they had this condo at Eagle Creek Reservoir. And we were outside of Indianapolis. And this is where the Olympic trials were in 19... Um, 88, 87, 88. Yeah. And so... Um, it was in the spring, right? So we were at their condo. They said, stay at our condo and then you guys can train and you're right there. Everybody else had to be kind of bust in or, you know, drive their own car from far away. We had a place like right next to the reservoir. It was great. And so me and my girlfriend, Teresa, we just trained together. We just had such a great time. She got fourth in the trials, but she and I, number one and number four, produced the best um, number one performance in the K2. And we found this book that Bill Glass wrote. Bill Glass was a football player and he wrote this book, Expect to Win. And I was just enraptured because here I am competing at the Olympic trials. Throw me a bone, Lord. Okay, here it is. Bill Glass. And I'm like, and this became Bill Glass's work and his book, movie, (laughs) you know, but this book, um, I treated it like a movie, was all about the rungs on how to to expect to win. In other words, you can build a ladder to reach your dreams that are floating high above, but you have to go through the rungs. And it was like, you know, your, your self negative talk, you got to cancel that and, you know, look at all is possible with the Lord and it. And so it had the rungs and they had them labeled and take whatever disadvantage you have and turn it into the very thing that will allow you to succeed. And it was like, okay, well, I have this shoulder issue and I have this other thing. And, and, and I go, because I have this, this is going to allow me to win. And it changed my whole mindset. And so it's like, oh my gosh, it was, it was life-changing. And I think that really gave me this mental strength that I hadn't had, I didn't have previously. And it wasn't just because he was an Indianapolis coach and, you know, football player, but it's because he loved the Lord. His wife loved the Lord and they had literature in their condo that met me in my point of need. And it allowed me to see beyond that just because 
And I'd laugh. My K2 partner, she had a fuse back and I had a bad shoulder. So we called ourselves the nurses team because we had to like, you know, after every time we worked out or whether we'd have to ice down and then we'd have to do electrical stem. And so we were the two athletes on the team that had to, you know, do all this in order to compete. It wasn't pretty, you know, kind of like me and my motorcycle. But anyway, um, so we won the Olympic trials. Can I, can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah, sorry, I'm going off, huh? <laughs> no, 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 you're not. No, no. I, I was wanted to tell you that um, when you were talking a little bit back about how um, you don't know why the you know you don't know why the Lord wanted you to do all this stuff and all that, and I had a thought instantly, and then you actually verbalized it because I thought, well maybe it was because of this exact moment for you to be sharing all this right here and right now for some reason and your testimony. Right. And yeah. so then we were talking a little bit and then you, you actually confirmed it because you spoke, you just verbalized my thoughts, what I was thinking that, you know, the Lord just asking you or, you know, leading you into all these different areas and, um, you're able to share that tonight and this won't be the last time for sure. I know that. So yeah, just con continue. That's awesome. No, that. you know, it's so true because Mary, um, God has a divine purpose for everyone here. And when Scott was talking about the operation vineyard and about how we rescue and then how we heal and then how we restore, it was like, well, dude, I needed rescuing, you know, I need healing and I need to be restored. I need to put the oxygen mass on myself and I need to make sure that it's all God led. Uh, even talking right here, I think I was so nervous because I talk for a living, right? I mean, well, not a living, I don't get paid that much, but anyway, I talk, I've, I've used this, this, this testimony, this Bill Glass book, I was invited back to uh, Atlanta games in 1996 and they flew us back there, me and a couple other people that spoke and we did these youth and YWAM, I don't know what it's called, youth and Christ and youth and youth and Christ. I don't know, something, I can't remember, it's failing me right now. But I was telling them about Bill Glass's book and then someone else said, well, I know Bill Glass. It was just so weird. It was just like how you see everything coming together, how the Lord knits everything together. And, and, and I guess they told Bill Glass that I was referencing him and I was talking about how it helped me and, and yeah. And we didn't meet though, that would have been really cool. But um, anyway, it was just like, passing on the the, the 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 fact that it was really huge especially to children that you could take whatever disadvantage you have and you can turn it around and you can make it the very very thing that allows you to succeed because we all have ne negative self-talk and we all have things that that happen and we all have disadvantages and some of them are like permanent you know like like an injury that's never goes away or uh, you know whatever but but when you take it with the lord and when the lord says all things are possible for those who love god and called according to his purpose we're called 
we're walking his purpose and we can take that very thing that's holding us back. And I'm thinking of Jeff right now because I love you, brother, and I don't know you that well, but I've been praying for you. And whatever is holding you back right now, that's going to be the pinnacle of the thing that's going to promote you and throw you forward into what Jesus has in store for you. You are a mighty shield and we need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. And so I'm coming against Satan and I'm coming against any of those dark forces by the kingdom authorities invested in every child of God. That's everyone out of you out there. We have the authority to claim, uh-uh, not today. He's ours. We're taking him back. And anyone else out there that's being, you know, annihilated. And yes, there is a season of chafing and there is a season, there's a time and a season for everything under the sun, for mourning, for being, you know, uh, I said something, I'm being, uh, what did I say the other day? I'm being sifted like wheat. I just felt like I, I, I was trying to get a breath. And that wasn't because I'm not a strong believer. It's because, you know what? Satan was trying to get an advantage, but God. And, but God says, no, but God says all things are possible. And, um, Jeff, there is a mighty, mighty, uh, <laughs> role for you to play brother. And it's only just beginning. And I'm, I'm just claiming that now. And I didn't even think I was going to be praying. <laughs> you know, when I'm giving a testimony, but no, the Lord just said, no, but Jeff, Huh? We're all praying. We're all praying right now. We've all yeah. prayed in agreement with you right now. Even the people that are here in chat have also been praying, and those are the kind of prayers that, when you're prompted by the Holy Spirit, yeah, thank God that you're obedient and that you just stepped right into it. So do not ever apologize for that because that was that was pretty awesome. Well, that's all I wanted to do today because there's a lot of little stories I could share, but you know, the most important one is that he loves you all out there. He loves me. He loves Jeff. He loves anybody suffering. He loves Jenny. And he loves all the people that have chronic this and that and, and whatever. But, you know, there's scripture that says, you know, um, God chooses the weak things of the world to confound the wise. So even if we're having a hiccup in our walk and we're not, you know, David against Goliath, no matter what's going on in your life, that he chooses the weak things of the world to confound the wise. And, you know, when I am weak, then he, he is in me. I would much rather, like Paul said, like we, I'd be weak so that he can be all the more strong in me. Boy, that was a loose paraphrase, but you all know what I'm talking about. Anyway... Oh. <laughs> yeah, so um, honestly, that's really important to me because um, people don't need more baggage to carry or feeling like they're not good enough. God says it's finished and God says we're more than enough and God has a perfect, perfect plan. And, and then we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. So hello, hallelujah, let's get going. But don't forget, put the oxygen mask on yourself because, you know, we have some wounds. Some have been, you know, abused as a child. Some, some of the very people that want to rescue children have had horrific child abuse as children. And we got to make sure that, you know, we're rescuing them, that we're lifting each other up so that we're all able as a body in Christ to do this commission or omission or not omission. <laughs> commission. <laughs> commission. <laughs> but we're all able, you know, right? We need to be healed and we need to restore and we need to 
you know, get on our hands and knees as tender mercies are new every morning and, and thank him, you know, thank him for even the inconsistent prayer, prayer life, or I didn't really read all this today, Lord, you know, and Satan's going, oh, how, here you are talking about God and look at you. You didn't even finish that one. You know, I'm like, okay, you know what? That's okay. Because I talked to him 24 seven. Thank you very much. And my whole life is prayer. So there you go, buddy. I may not have missed that. I may, may have messed that chapter up, but I'm coming back at you. And guess what? The word of God will slay you and has slain you and will continue to slay you so see ya so so sit down in the corner (laughs) (laughs) absolutely absolutely can i say that yeah i did yeah oh i wanted to you've mentioned a couple times the project vineyard and for those that don't know that when she's mentioning scott that's scott kesterson of bards fm and it's a, a new project that's being rolled out and it's called um project vineyard and um, heal, restore, what is it? Heal, restore. Um, rescue, heal, and restore, if I got it right. I hope I'm getting it right. If I'm not getting it right, would someone in, in, in chat please give me a clue? Yeah, okay. Um, rescuing the traffic children and um, helping them, you know, healing and restoring, you know, rescue and healing and restoring. So that's what that's about. So there'll be more information coming out about that to in the suit what she's referring to. Awesome. Okay, so should I continue or should I just say, here I am. (laughs) I think the pie is almost eaten. (laughs) That we want you to to keep eating the pie. Like, uh, um, okay, so yeah, so I hear a lot of feedback or something. I don't know why. I don't know. I'm hearing echoing. Hello, Lord, is that you? I don't, I don't hear an echo. I think we're good. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, you know, you've got a few more minutes. Whatever you want to kind of tie it up with is, is great. We've loved listening to you and there's some things i learned about you tonight that were pretty awesome so yeah god thank you lord god you're so awesome that you just you just say yes kathy that's what we did and that's what i i want to keep working in your life you know i think that's the most important because you know um that that marriage i told you about you know faltered and went away and then um and then i met the father of my daughter um, Carly and, and that was, yeah, there's just a lot of little steps in there, but maybe we can do this another time. But, but, but the, the blessing is we were married for 16 years, but he loved alcohol more than he loved our family and our daughter. And so it didn't work out. Um, I just had to do things to move her out of the house because she was having issues and she needed a sober home for 90 days, but he couldn't afford that or not afford that, but he couldn't do that. So I moved her out and then he had a girlfriend like in two weeks, you know, couldn't even do the 90 days. So, um, so that, that went away. And then I've been single for 10 years and then got married in 2019. Yes, I'm going here. I wasn't going to go here, but I am going here. So got married in 2019 to a combat veteran who I totally respect and admire, um, Ranger Battalion and did Operation Fury, uh, which was rescuing those medical students in Grenada. Um, They had to secure the 
the runway. And I don't know if there's any other Operation Fury, Raging Fury, or there's some adjective in there I can't remember. Operational something Fury. Uh, if anybody knows it, text it. But anyway, so um, he was divorced and he didn't meet or marry anyone for 10 years either. So we uh, um, got married and um, it was pretty much a God thing because we went to the little white chapel in Vegas and um, we didn't want Elvis. We wanted a real pastor. So we had a real pastor that had a real church and so much so that after our wedding night, we went to his church the next morning and it was awesome. So, um, but, and, and so there's no like, um, there's no like dysfunction or anything um, except for an anger issue, which stems from this is the childhood thing. When I was, you know, talking to you all and I was getting very passionate, I was getting very passionate because when you are a child and you're abused to that level and you are particularly if you're male and you have a lot of fury you talk about that operation describing him, um, it's hard, you know, it makes you tr exceptional, you know, employees and focused on certain aspects. And it also makes you a, a, a tremendous warrior, uh, a point man. I mean, just a warrior that's just because of all of that, you can channel into that, but it's very difficult in a relationship. And so, um, that was 2019 and, uh, in May 4th, um, 2022, um, God, I'm really laying it out here. I don't know if I should be saying all this, but I'm just, this, this is what the Lord wants me to do. So, um, it would, he, he had to get some medicine for a hip and it was like a steroid stuff that made his, uh, anger batshit crazy more, uh, excuse my French there, but, um, and I just was crying to the Lord and, um, he, he said, it's time to leave. And I went, okay, but I didn't say you know, I'm divorcing you or anything. I just had to leave. And then I, I was blessed to have my home here in California still that my daughter and I had after that one that uh, I divorcing his dad. So we had this condo here anyway. So I just moved back to California and that's when found out my brother has cancer uh, that July and that he wanted me here. He's always wanted me here. He kept saying, why can't you just live here and then go up to Washington to see your kids and grandbabies? And then I can have time with you. And I go, okay, when that worked out, because there again, Lord's orchestrating all of this. I mean, you know, it, I, we're doing our part to mess things up, trust me. When you take out the sword, when you're arguing with your spouse, then you take out your sword, you know, you may throw away the scabbard and you're just, you know, battling, you know, whatever. There's a consequence there. And, and anyway, I knew that I needed to be here. I moved back here. I've been here. And the whole year, Neither one of us has dated anybody or had any, nothing. I have had no interest in any relationship because it's Jesus. It's Jesus. And, and so this is the part of the testimony. Oh boy, we're going over. We have a couple minutes. Okay. This is a part of the testimony where I was kind of like trying to push it off because I was telling Mary, well, gosh, you know, we're going to, I'm going to see him when I go to Washington or whatever. And I don't know what the future holds. And I want to be able to tell a testimony that's really nice and neat. And I can tie a bow around it, but I don't have that. I don't have that. And you know what? That's okay. Because I'm not done. He that began a good work in you will complete it when he sees us face to face. He's not done with me yet. He's still working on me. I'm still a work in progress. And I know that there's love there, but I also know 
that there's going to come a deciding factor because he kind of thinks I'm a conspiracy theorist. And I know there's a lot of women out there that have husbands like that, that they have told me that they have that similar situation. So maybe this is another reason that the Lord wanted me to go here with this point of conversation that I didn't know I was going to do. Because guess what, ladies? He is our Lord. We have our lamps filled. We're ready. And whether he buys it or not, that's irrespective. That doesn't matter because God is, is leading us to be prepared. God is helping us to, to do about all things. And so I am just at the point now where I'm like, you know what? I'm the bride of Christ and that's, that's okay. You know, because, you know, whatever happens, I'm going to, I'm going to continue on, you know, and, 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 uh, and I don't know what's going to happen. I know that there's great love there. And I know that I'm not in the hunt for anything and I'm seeing what God's going to do. So it's one day at a time. So praise, blessed be the name of the Lord. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm so glad you shared that tonight. I was praying about that too, because we had had a conversation earlier. Yeah. You were going to have a testimony before, and it was rescheduled. And um, Ron's smiling now because I had told him, I said, there's a reason. We'll find out. Yeah. And, um, just once again, God, God is in control. And, um, That's all I wanted, Mary. I just wanted the Holy Spirit to take this thing because we could have a lot of detours. Trust. I mean, I've, I have a lot of, I mean, I have a lot of interesting stories that the Lord has just led me on. And, but you know what? He knew what needed to be said. And I didn't know, you know, with the time, how I was going to do that and work that in there. But Jesus did. So thank you, Lord. And if anybody wants to hit me up and telegram and talk to me, if you ladies, you know, maybe we can share stories and lift each other up and pray for each other. And, and, you know, I don't know what's going to come of this, but I just know, praise the Lord. Yes. Yes. Praise the Lord. And tonight we pray is, um, I'd love to pray for you and, and your husband, if that's okay. okay. Pat. Pat and cat. <laughs> Kathy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Pat and Kit Cat. No, no. Kathy. <laughs> Just call me Kathy. Hey, all you three letter agencies, I don't even know if you're here. They probably go, eh, testimony, eh, boring. But I love it. I think this is of God. I think this is the most powerful show on here, on Podbean, and I'm just blessed to be a part of it. So thank you all. I'm gonna yeah, well, you know what? They, might, they might be getting saved thank right tonight in about five minutes when you know, or two minutes when Ron starts his salvation. You never know. Thank you, Kathy. Kathy yeah. I am, I am just, uh, sorry, Ron, I, I maybe interrupted you, but I just wanted to tell her thank you. I'm so excited because um, we've been looking forward to this night for you to come on and um, just awesome. You know, you're just so real and raw and, um, you're just right there with the Lord. And, you know, so, so many interesting stories, like you said, different, you know, avenues that you could have went, but you're right. You just went right exactly where God wanted you to go. And we're just really honored that we could just hold the space for you there. So thank you. 
I guess I was talking to myself. Thank you, and God bless you guys. And sorry if I was a little dark. I, I tried to go dark to hear you better, and then I couldn't get back. But anyway, I'm back now. But thank you so much, and I just thank the Lord. I just, Father God, I'm just so grateful. I just, because I just want people to know that they're not alone, and, and that, you know, I'm only a message away if you guys want talking to or if, or if you want to talk to me or if you got something to help me with I will help you with and that's what family does you know they're there for each other just like I was there for my brother and you know he he went to I think he went to be with the Lord July 31st because um, he saw something and there was a look of peace in his eyes and he opened his eyes and he couldn't have done it before he passed so um, it's it's difficult but I think I, I think he did, so I don't know, but blessed be the name of the Lord anyway, you know? Yeah, exactly. His daughter asked me to pray, and none of them believe on that side of the family, so I, I did a prayer, boy. <laughs> but it was a good prayer because I was lifting them up, too, for peace and comfort and, and to have mercy on my, on my brother, Lord. So anyway, thank you all. Yeah, I don't know if you got a chance to see what I had uh, put in the little teaser for tonight, but so everybody knows you've gotten a taste of this prayer warrior tonight, and this is amazing. So you'd, you'd really uh, be very blessed well, to have you. I love you all, and thank you for the opportunity. And like I said, I just, you know, we're all figuring this out, and we're, it's not going to be perfect, but, you know, as long as we keep putting one step in front of the other, we may take a couple steps back, but he'll keep us going. He'll get us there. And whatever we're supposed to do with the children, you know, whatever healing we need to do with ourselves and, and then carry that on forward for the kids, he'll he'll bring all these pieces, all these the beautiful body of Christ will come together in such a magnif magnificent way and tapestry that there's no power on earth that can come against that. So hallelujah, praise the Lord. I mean, truly. Yes. Agree, 100%. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'll shut myself up now. Bye-bye. That's <laughs> okay. You're good. Uh, for hey. those of us that were joining late, that was Kit Kat from uh, our Bards family. Uh, she has, I don't know, uh, just you know, recently been in a motorcycle accident. She's lost her brother. We've we've all been praying for her immensely over the last few months. So what a joy it was just to have her here tonight and just get to know her just a little bit better. And uh, the other night I heard her on Con Lee and and Mary and I were talking. We're like, man, we are so excited for Friday. What a sweetheart this woman is. I can't wait to get her on here. It's going to be so much fun and and uh, not disappointed one bit. Um, I saw Mary wiping tears, and I'm not going to lie, I got a little teary-eyed myself, man. This woman is just beautiful. Uh, Kit-Kat, we love you. Thank you so much. And uh, I would like to read, uh, if I get my eyes to focus back in again, man. I know, right? Just, just so full of joy here tonight, I'll tell you. Um, reading out of 1 John, I want to read 1 John 5, verses 1 through 11. Everyone who believes that Jesus is Christ has become a child of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves his children, too. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Loving God means keeping his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. 
where every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by his baptism in water and by shedding his blood on the cross. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And the Spirit, who is truth, confirms it with his testimony. So we have these three witnesses, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And all three agree. Since we believe human testimony, surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God. And God has testified about his Son. All who believe in the Son of God know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about his Son. And this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have God's Son does not have life. It's 1 John 5, 1-11. I love it. talks about testimonies and salvation. I love it. So, Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And yes, the call line is open. If there's anyone here that is not saved and you wish to be, please call in. Mary and I are here. We will pray with you. I also want to direct anyone who's listening on a recording to our Telegram page at This Is An Official Godcast. You can find there our prayer of surrender. You can also find there Romans 10, 9 through 10. All right, Mary, you want to close us out? Yes. I'm going to drop the scripture in chat here quick. That was a long one I had to do before, but very good scripture. I'm glad you read that. Thank you. Uh, I don't know if anybody had, uh, we forgot to mention to tag me if, if you had a prayer request, but most of the regulars here probably already know that. And uh, sometimes people just reach out to us even in advance to tonight and with what they have prayers for, but or prayer requests for and praise reports too. So, um, but I didn't see anything as we were uh, listening here tonight. But um, I did jot down a couple different things, and uh, we'll just we'll pray about that. Uh, okay, Lord, thank you, thank you for for showing up again. We always do. And we, do, we welcome you here. Holy Spirit, thank you for all the guidance that you have been with uh, Kathy as she prepared. And even tonight as she spoke, Lord, it was you're so present here with us. And we are so thankful for that. And 
also want to just thank you, Holy Spirit, for her, you know, for prompting her to pray for Jeff, our friend Jeff, who's been sick and uh, from Kilted Christian. And we just want to lift him up again to, you know, Satan, you can't have the work that he needs to do for the Lord. And so we just pray a healing over Jeff, his mind, soul, spirit, from his head to his toes. Lord, give him a um, just relief, even right here in this very moment. Thank you for Jeff. Thank you for his friendship. I pray a blessing over him and his wife and his family and his finances, his future, all of those things, Lord. We we want the best for him, and we know that you, you, Lord, we can't even imagine the amount of love and blessings that you want to pour on us you want the best for us more than we do so thank you for that and i also want to lift up um kathy and uh she mentioned something about a church family and um maybe searching for that right now so i'm just gonna uh lift that up to you lord that you will make that very clear to her if she's to um, connect with people and um, like you you always want us to connect with people i know lord but i just i lift up um her community right now in the name of jesus we just pray a blessing over her community and i pray for connections new connections that can be made where she's at lord she has so much to share of you that um it just, I can't see how it could be contained, Lord. So just, I just pray for connection for her, that she can um, share her story with another, you know, other people in her community, but also that she will find support herself too. And um, I pray for her marriage. I pray, I pray a blessing over Pat and, um, who knows, Lord, what you have plans for that, but um, there may be a reason they're still hanging on there. So I I just pray for um, that there's a reunion and that it will be very clear to both of them. I pray for healing in their marriage. I pray for new joy, um, all the fruits of the Spirit. I pray for... Um, a relationship with Pat and you to be just solid, Lord. And I just I just pray that Kathy, you know, she just exudes your joy, Lord. And so I I I pray that joy into their marriage too, Lord. Whatever you have in mind. And thank you for being here tonight, Lord. And um Thank you for everything that you have uh, brought forward. And what a fun night. <laughs> we really did have a fun night tonight, Lord. And I'm just so amazed and in awe of you. And I pray that uh, those that needed to hear this message tonight, whether you need, need Jesus in your life or whether you have Jesus and need to be encouraged, Holy Spirit, just do what you do best. Guide people into all truth. 
even if that truth is about themselves, that they can see their true identity in you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I lift up everyone here tonight who's live in chat and everyone who will be listening in the future. Jesus loves you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That's my grandson. <laughs> he just walked in. Oh, I was wondering if he was going to make it. Uh, here in the Are you guys there? No. Changing? Say hello. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> he wanted to say bye. <laughs> so thank you all. God bless. Bye. Yeah, God bless. Thank you, Kathy. I almost thought that was Jake for a minute. He's about the same age as your son. Yeah. So what do you think? Should we go another hour? <laughs> no, we got to get to the big news. We got to get to the is. big news. For, yeah. Hey, everyone that's listening, there's no re no reason at all to leave Podbean tonight. Conley's going on right now. You're 15 minutes late. Go ahead and get out of here. Go to Conley's show. Tom, we're sorry. And then and we got Bards FM. Is that that's when the big announcement is? Right? Yeah. Mary? Right. Yeah. Scott might Something. be running for governor of Oregon. <laughs> Maybe president of the United States. Yeah, I think he's putting his ticket. He's throwing his hat. In, he's throwing his ticket in the hat. It's going to be a big. So please tune in. 9 p.m. Eastern time, 8 central. Bards FM. Huge announcement. Yes. And then I'm going to go ahead and apologize for Duncan. Duncan's very sorry he can't be here tonight. He's got life things going on. He's moving furniture. Yeah. It's going to be a tough yeah. night for him. We're going to pray for yes. his body tomorrow morning because <laughs> he's an old We'll pray for it right now. We pray for Duncan's body in the name of Jesus, that he just be able to move everything in record time in Jesus' name. And not feel any pain tomorrow. And not feel any pain in Jesus' name. Amen. Because you know, moving furniture hurts when you're old. And yes. then at midnight, fishers of men. And we'll talk about the big announcement then some more. Yeah. Well, I did send him some patches, some ginseng patches. So oh, there's an answer to prayer already. I know those. You know, right. beforehand. Even. <laughs> That's how right. God works. So you heading to Conley with me, Mary? I am. I'm going to be there. How many people we got here? All of them. They're all going there. Hey, yeah, they're all with. dropping. They're going. All right. Uh, it's good. It's a great show. Got to got to catch Conley. Got to catch Conley. Gotta All catch right. a Texican. One good song. We'll uh and then um and then we'll see you next week. But before we leave, my dearest friends, let us not forget we're here for one reason, one reason only, and that is to spread the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please get out there and tell somebody your testimony today. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Love you. tell them when they ask me for my life story i'm gonna tell them i'm gonna tell them it's all about jesus jesus greatest love i found all about jesus jesus he turned my life around he's my savior He's my friend, Jesus, Jesus. When they ask me the meaning of 
have it another great night mary thank you so much for joining me thank you Did i mentioned that you're a blessing well thank you that really blessed me by you saying that and you're a blessing too it was a good, uh, good night it was a great night kit kat you are awesome girl love you <laughs> thank you for joining us you're yeah. awesome that was great <laughs> It was great. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week, 7 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Podbean. This is an official Godcast. We're out. We're out. We're out. Bye. Bye. Bye.